Hello, this is John Harrigan, founder of the website ImmortalNow.com. Have you ever wondered, what is the secret to life? What is the purpose of life? Or why are we here? Has it been important for this life to have meaning for you? To have purpose? For you to have a mission? Well, for me it was. At a very young age, about the age of six, I sat in front of a mirror at my parents' home, and as I looked into the mirror, I could see about 1,500, more than act, more than that actually, but about 1,500 past lives. And in every lifetime, I had missed one important thing. And in those lifetimes, sometimes I was very successful, very poor, disabled, sick, sad, never amounting to much, a king, very wealthy, and everywhere in between. The point being, in all of those lifetimes, I was looking at, in that mirror at the age six, in all of those lifetimes, I had missed one important thing, and that was discovering in this life, in the flesh, why I was here, the ultimate purpose in life, becoming all I could be as a human being. And at immortalnow.com, we teach the secret to immortality. And that really is human development, becoming all we can be, knowing the secret to life, living deeply, living thoroughly as who we are, and ending the cycle of death and rebirth to live in one life right here, right now. So at the age of six, I was sitting on some steps, looking into a mirror in the front hall of her house, and I just had this thought, which was, well, here we are again. Here we are in another lifetime after over a thousand and in this lifetime, at that moment, at the age of six, looking in that mirror, seeing all those lifetimes really alive, they weren't memories, they were all alive and I could experience them all at once. I just thought, okay, this time, this lifetime, this birth, I am on a mission. And I felt this before I was ever born. But at the age of six, I was just keenly aware of it. I'm on a mission to know the secret to life and to live the full potential of what a human life can be. And as I sat there and looked at that, I thought, you know, probably, probably one of the ways to do that, and this sounds like crazy thinking at the age of six, but that was just me. I was a regular six-year-old, but I was also this person. And while I was thinking those thoughts, I thought, how do I find out what the secret to life is and how to live to my full human potential? As I thought that, I saw an old man, an old man to a six-year-old, sitting down, smiling, happy, and fulfilled. And that old man is who you're looking at at this very moment in the video. When I sat down at the age of six and I thought, how do I live the complete human life, how I know the secret to life and live the purpose, the mission 
of why we're really here. I don't want another lifetime of just living and dying, whether successful, whether happy, whether working very, very hard to achieve a lot in life and doing it, or whether being cut at the knees and never achieving anything, or everywhere in between. I didn't want just another human life whether it was failure, success, or somewhere in between. I didn't want just another human life, whether it was sadness, suffering, and despondency, or joy, happiness, and freedom. I didn't want just another human life. I knew there was a secret to life. I knew there was a purpose. I knew beneath the surface that everyone was living There was really something more, something meaningful, something real, and something very powerful that nobody around me was really talking about, not at the age six, but later on they were when I pursued this. So today, my lifetime, because of that singular mission, that singular pursuit, overturning many rocks and getting hit in the head many times by big heavy rocks buried unearthed and up again in this lifetime by a lot of ups and downs and struggles that mission has pursued continued and kept going because that mission to find the secret to life is in me as who i am i can't escape it i can't get rid of it i can't get away from it And I suggest none of you can either if you started to get to know yourselves at a deeper level. So let's think about the secret to life, the mission of your life. After decades of pursuing the secret to life, I was lucky enough to find out something that had deep and significant to me, deep and significant meaning to me, and that for me was the purpose and the secret to life. And that's the secret to immortality. The culmination of my mission from the age of 6, 16, 26, 36, now in my 60s, I'm the person that that six-year-old was looking at. That six-year-old wanted to know the secret to life. That six-year-old me, looking at over 1,500 lives, that six-year-old thought maybe the way to the secret to life is talking to a wise man, very, very old. And in my mind, I had this vision and this picture of this wise old man, and that's who you're looking at today. That's me. I'm not a wise man. I don't feel very smart or very wise, but that little six-year-old was looking at the result of his lifetime. That little six-year-old was looking where his mission would take me. And that six-year-old mission in the search for the secret to life, that six-year-old's mission, is who you're looking at right now and what we teach at the website immortalnow.com. Immortalnow.com, there's a link below this video. At immortalnow.com, we teach the secret to immortality. So how is the secret to immortality the secret to life? I'll tell you, through calamity, accident, injury, suffering, 
through high aspirations, through a sense of mission, through overcoming hardship, through good times and bad. I've lived in this life about every difficult thing that can happen to a human and have lived and worked through that and found a core in myself, a divine me. And if you're not into divine things, I found just my deep inner self, a powerful being that is connected to all of life, all of the world and beyond. I grew up in kind of a traditional yet very open-minded Episcopalian home and church where my higher power, my first mentor, my mother, said, God is whatever you define it as. And maybe she never said that at all, but that was just my decision. And I thought right away, God is all the love in the universe. God is more love, more compassion, more consciousness, awareness, and strength than I could ever imagine. Because I experienced an an a presence, an omnipresence, an omnipower. I experienced a consciousness of love and compassion in all the world at a very young age, as early as I can remember, the age of two and three, where my first memories arose. I experienced a consciousness I would call God within me, within all of life, deeper than all of life and beyond, kind of a guiding, observing consciousness. I don't want to get into too much definition because I want you to discover your own deep, powerful self. If you're religious, I want you to discover deeper and deeper levels of your faith. I'm teaching here what I've discovered over a lifetime called The Secret to Immortality. And we go into that at ImmortalNow.com where we have books. We go into that at at immortalnow.com where we have books, where we have a course called Introduction to Immortality, where we have a podcast where you can hear the audio version of this talk, and where we have a monthly membership where you'll find Qigong classes and lectures similar to this one, but um, longer and in much more depth specifically for people in that membership called Immortality Lab. So I'm John Harrigan, the founder of Immortal Now, bringing you the secret to immortality, which to me and which I would suggest to you is the secret to life. And that secret is that I believe, as many spiritual masters have taught throughout history, I believe that we're born immortal. We don't have to become immortal. We don't have to become saints and do this and that and do this secret code and that secret thing and change our chromosomes. I suggest to you that we have a natural design of immortality. It's how we're really designed to be physically. I suggest to you that we're living in heaven on earth right now, but we've messed up heaven a bit by behaving, thinking, and acting in ways that didn't fully honor life. And how does that happen? Well, this may be, if if you have a religious perspective, this may be a world created by the higher power of your belief or your understanding. If you're an atheist, it's not. And I'm teaching to everyone in both. 
I suggest that regardless, we are creating our lives. I'm creating this video to you today. I had to set up lights. I had to figure out my camera. I have to put it all together every time I do that. Um, I'd like a separate room for making videos, um, but I don't have one right now. By my free will, I've done quite a bit today to get to you with this video. And you've done a lot just to get through this day, however long it's been for you, whether this is the morning, noon, or night. Free will, free will. And what I suggest to you, and it's not a new suggestion, and it's not mine, and it's not a new idea. I think the first time this was written down was um, by Zoroaster uh, thousands and thousands of years ago. I suggest to you that we're creating our lives by our thoughts, our words, and our physical actions, by what we do, by what we think, by how we feel. I suggest to you that we have control over what we think what we say and what we do. Our words are so incredibly important. Our words impact us. Our words are creating our reality as we speak or don't speak. Our words are impacting other people in our day, no matter what we think, no matter what we're aware of or not aware of. I suggest part of the secret to immortality, the secret to life, is that we're creating this reality by our thoughts, our feelings, words, and our actions. And if we're creating this reality, it means what we have is what we've created. I suggest to you that what we have is what we've created over eons of time, perhaps. What we have, a world where people get sick and die, where there are accidents, a really kind of terrible creation where almost every life form is chasing after another life form to kill it and then eat the darn thing. And that's how life forms think they have to act to survive. Almost every life form, even plants and trees, trees feed their own species, their own offspring through their root system to help those small little trees grow. And if there is a tree or another form of life around a related group of trees, they will strangle it out. Even the, the beautiful um, flora of the world are competing, competing with other growing animals for what they have evolved to perceive as a scarcity of supply. In a big, huge forest, old growth trees, the Pacific Northwest, where I've been, in big growth forests, how do little saplings, where it's, it's dark down there, how do those little saplings ever get enough sunlight to become a big tree? They don't. The big trees that are maybe their mother, their father, whatever, the big trees that gave life to them, that they sprang out of, grew out of, those big trees give them nutrients. The big trees connect their roots to their offspring roots and give them nutrients until they can grow up into the sunlight. So that's maybe what I'm doing for you. Perhaps I've grown a little bit more into the sunlight than you and I'm tapping into your root system or you can tap into the root system of what I teach to start growing. And that root system really is within you, your soul deep within. We all have, in a way, 
kind of the same soul, the same perfect soul of love, compassion, bliss, happiness, and strength. But because we're always looking outside of ourselves to get what we need, we need air to breathe. That air to breathe doesn't come from within me. We don't think about oxygen much unless we don't get it for a while underwater or somebody holding our breath. But where do we get what we need to survive? Oxygen from outside us, water from outside us, food from outside us. Somehow, some way, it seems that everything we need to sustain ourselves comes from outside of ourselves. So that's, that puts us in a competition with all of creation, a creation where almost everything is competing for what it thinks it imagines to be scarce resources. I need that water, not you. I need that food source, not you. I need protection. I need more and more and more. Do you know in studies of human beings, psychological, sociological studies, not everyone, but for most people when they get wealthier and wealthier, do you know what they want? They want to get even more wealthy and more wealthy. When humans and other animals, other predators get control. They want more control, more control. When they want land, they want more land and more land. Biologically, that's how a predator is designed to act, to think, to fear, and to react. With the secret to immortality, I'm suggesting just the opposite. At one point in time, a living creature, something in creation of awareness, made a decision to kill and consume. And I suggest that's where it all went wrong. And you may think of Adam and Eve as maybe a mythological representation of that. Almost every civilization has an Adam and Eve story. And um, in the Bible, in Genesis, you can find a variety of creation stories. But in all of these stories, there's a, at some point where humans started to make bad decisions and all hell broke loose. I suggest to you we live in the Garden of Eden, but we're behaving in ways that don't honor life. When we act as predators, and yes, predation is part of our neurological design. You know, when you act as a predator over and over for eons, you end up getting a neurology of a predator. It's in us, but we can quiet it down and instead find the divine, the deep, powerful, immortal self. The secret to immortality is that we are immortal beings, I suggest, living in a garden of Eden. But by killing and killing behaviors and everything associated with that, we create illness, death, accident, and disease. And you may say, well, I haven't killed anyone, or you may be a vegetarian or an extreme vegetarian and say, there's no violence involved in anything that I do. And I would suggest to you, there probably is a lot of violence in what you do. The secret to immortality takes you into awareness, becoming aware of what you're doing. If you're a vegan, do you think you're better than people that aren't vegans? Well, I suggest to you that that's aggression and that's predation. Those are predator thoughts. I'm a vegan. I'm a vegetarian, so I'm better than you if you're not. I'm doing what's right and you're doing what's wrong. I suggest to you that's predation, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. That's predation. Anything that isn't love and, and compassion, 
and giving from our soul, I suggest to you, is the behavior of a predator. If I'm not loving and compassionate, I'm stuck in my predator self, and I can certainly do that. It still happens. I'm getting better at not doing that. I'm suggesting that you go to immortalnow.com and simply read what's there about the secret to immortality. There's a podcast there. There are articles there. There are free Qigong videos. What is specifically the secret to immortality? There are three parts. And one part is what I talk about in most of these lectures that you'll see on YouTube. I go into much more depth in the membership part at immortalnow.com, our Immortality Lab membership. But for now, this may be enough. Just a YouTube video for you to know that there may be something further. There may be something deeper and more meaningful about life there for you. And I suggest that's what we teach at immortalnow.com. The secret to immortality in three parts. How can you see that? I'm looking for the camera. In three parts. The secret to immortality. One, mindfulness for immortality. That's what I'm talking about right now. How we think, how we speak, <laughs> how we think, how we speak, how we act is mindfulness for immortality. The second part, part two, is Qigong for immortality. Qigong is an ancient Chinese meditative art. Um, I teach the part of it for physical immortality that I've learned from my mentor from Beijing, China, the mountains of China, and from, from uh, his teachers are from Tibet, and also Das masters in the mountains of China. I learned this from him. And he learns it from his teachers, and I'm teaching it to you. On our website, you can find a free exercise of Qigong. You can find more explanation of that. Go there. We also have a book, Qigong and Spiritual Growth. The secret to immortality, the combination, the culmination of decades of my lifetime, the culmination perhaps of over 1,500 lifetimes is where I, I, what happened in all those lifetimes is this. Yes, there's experience to be had in living many lifetimes, but you don't have to live but one lifetime. You only have to live one lifetime and nothing else. Just one lifetime. There's value in the experience of living many lifetimes. There's value, but I'm here to tell you, you only need the one. You only need to live one lifetime. The one you're living now the one I'm living now. So let's live that together at immortalnow.com. Go to immortalnow.com, see the blog, look at the podcast or listen to it, look at the book. And if you're interested and want more, there's a course, Introduction to Immortality. Um, it's up in the top menu. And if you want daily contact in a deeper, more meaningful way, perhaps, in Qigong classes, sign up for our membership. That's a monthly membership called the Immortality Lab. Bless you and keep you. That's all for now.